Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! <laughs> Drink it in Detroit Kool-Aid cast, thanks again for joining us today. Got Hughes on the other line. Hughes, what up? What up, Domain? Appreciate it, man. Uh, we are here today, and uh, I feel like we've been talking a lot of offense, Hughes. I feel mm-hmm. like we've been talking about all these skill guys, and that's something that it feels like for the last decade or so, like Lions and Lions fans get hung up on is, you know, oh, all these skilled players, running backs, wide receivers, all this. But you know n- – this city would like nothing more than a nasty, nasty defense. Am I right? You are correct. And we talked in another episode about we've always been clamoring for that offensive line. So we we dealt we dealt with the offensive line. We think we kind of have good makings there. But I want to spend some time here on the podcast and talk about this defense. Sure. And I want to focus on two areas. I'm looking at our and our safeties. To me, it feels like. We did a real overhaul with these linebackers, not only with players, but probably with scheme. And I feel like our safeties are a total um, just mixed bag of, like, young guys that we think could be good, uh, older guys that are are good, but how's Patricia going to use them? Kind of talk me through this defense, the new additions, and what you're thinking. Absolutely. So I think the the biggest question that Patricia has probably faced all offseason is, where are you going to run, right? Like all those – talking heads that sit there at the press conference with their little notebooks and their iPhones recording everything want to know, hey, is it 3-4? Is it 4-3? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's Ziggy going to do? Here's the cool thing is nobody knows. It's a secret, right? right? It's top top secret stuff. No fly zone over the practice field to see what's going on. But you know what? The one good thing about Matt Patricia is you can trust the fact that the dude knows how to coach defense. And my prime example of this is think about a player that we drafted a few years ago in the second round who was basically could barely sniff the field for us, right? Didn't know what he was doing, couldn't make any plays. Ended up trading him to New England. And all of a sudden, dude's starting on the team in the Super Bowl making plays, Kyle Van Noy. So if he could turn that dude into a player, I don't care what he does for our defense <laughs> because he's going to turn them all into amazing players. So it's going to be interesting to see. I think, I, think, I think you're right that we crave great defense. We crave offensive line. I think most importantly, I think this city's craving – for the for something different than your your standard vanilla defense, right? With Jim Schwartz, we got stuck in the wide nines. With the old Captain Rod limping on the sideline, we got stuck with the the cover two, like just the, the normal vanilla type defense. And just watching New England, we know that that's not what they do. They change their schemes. I think we've talked about this before. Is they is they scheme for their players for what to put their players in the best situation. I think that's what they're going to do. I think it's a, a huge year for Ziggy Anza find out if this is someone who's going to stick around long term with us or if he's going to be one one and done after this franchise contract but you're right i think two two of our stronger spots on defense 
is the upgrade that we did at linebacker and at safety. You know, to hear Whitehead's gone to Oakland, he couldn't cover anybody. So, adios. You can make a tackle, but so can everybody else. Uh, I think Jared Davis is coming into his second year. He's going to be impressive. Uh, you know, Kennard, uh, the other guy that they got. I mean, these guys are pretty impressive, man. They're a little bit, a little bit different than what we're used to. They're more, you know, faster type guys. Their defense is going to be faster. But I'm, I'm excited to see what what we're in store for because I think it's going to be something completely different that we haven't seen from a Detroit Lions team in the past. I think so too. And like you said, uh, you know, we've been craving defense or offensive line. We really wanted a victory. So yeah. I'm looking at this roster right now, and uh, I'm curious on, you know, they say the NFL is going to a lot of two linebacker subsets. Like, who do you see as those main two linebackers that you're seeing on on most downs out there? I'm going to probably say the two new guys because I think I think the biggest question mark on, on Davis still is his coverage abilities. I think there's no there's no question that he can play the run and he's a thumper. But if you're talking about playing in like a nickel set or a dime set, it's probably going to be the two the two guys that we just signed. Who is it? Kennard and what's the other guy's name off the top of your head? Christian Jones. There you go, Christian Jones. So yeah, I would say as of today, those would be your two nickel linebackers, and I would probably give the advantage to Jones as like your dime type linebacker. See, see, but I don't think so. Like I'm looking at it right now, like Christian Jones is 6'3", 244. Defon Kennard is 6'4", 256, it says here. Like those are like big old dudes that are going to help you in the run game and hopefully in blitzing, but I don't see them. I see uh, the guy who I liked. I liked him in the draft process. Uh, even though he's a little bit smaller and needs some work as Jalen Reeves-Maven, I see him as that coverage backer that didn't get much play last year that might be good but I don't know what you got to talk me through what you said about Jared Davis like to me he's he's the captain of our defense he's the guy that's going to be out there calling everything moving people around like I'm not pulling him off the field even though he had some trouble in coverage last year like he's got to he's got to work his way through that and be out there well yeah I hope so I mean I hope you take a step up from year one to year two but I mean at points of the season last year he was a liability and coverage and that's why they were you know taking him out on those type of downs but I think that's if there's an area of his game that needs to improve from year one to year two it would be that because like you said you don't want you know first round linebacker pick coming off the field after only like two downs but I think but I think at this point he's got to show some improvement in order to still be out there right yeah he needs to improve but like I just read off the size of those guys you think you think Devon Kennard is covering tight ends, and, and uh, I think he's much more of a blitzer and a, a big body, almost like a, a three-four, uh, you know, end to some degree. Even though he's playing linebacker, I don't see him running around with people. Uh, Davis, Maben, and even Christian Jones is so big. I mean, he's he flies around and makes tackles, but I don't know that he's the guy you want covering all types of people in the slot either. So we got to find who that guy is and I mean if I was to give you Devon Kennard he's going to be he's going to be called a linebacker but you're going to see him on the edges you're going to see him blitzing up the middle you're going to see him hopefully uh, being a sure tackler and same with Christian Jones sideline to sideline making tackles when they're there and yeah he can cover when he needs to but I'm just looking for better tacklers and more of a physical presence. So mm-hmm. these guys, they look so much bigger that I want them to be much more thumpers and turnover players and blitzers instead of the old, hey, we got all these fast, small linebackers that you know look good on paper and then still can't cover. That's what I felt like we had the last few years, are guys that had the size that should be able to cover and yeah. they couldn't. And then they also can't 
they can't thump because they're 220, 230 pounds. Yeah. I mean, I could see that, but I also could see, you know, you, you also mentioned, you know, safety too. And I could see a situation where we have a lot of depth at safety. We have a lot of guys. We got, you know, Quinn, Wilson, Killebrew, you know, Diggs, Tracy Walker, the guy we drafted. I could see a situation too where instead of putting linebackers on the field, they might, you know, have a rover type position where they keep extra safety out there instead of a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that idea. What, uh, where are you at with Killebrew? Do you think he makes this makes this team, or do you think he's going to be a ca- a casualty at the end of camp? I have a feeling. I I think he's going to make the team. I think I think his type of play kind of fits. Hopefully, the aggression of this defense a little bit better. Um, obviously, last year was a huge step back from the uh, you know his rookie season as far as getting on the field, but I think he's going to end up making the team. I think it's going to be pr- pretty deep team. Safety wise, I think they'll end, they'll end up, you know, probably keeping five safeties total, which is a lot um, compared to the normal roster size. But I think they invested a third round pick in Tracy Walker, so they're definitely keeping him, keeping Quinn, keeping Wilson. And then I guess it just depends on what they ultimately decide to do with Diggs if they're going to keep him as a safety or if they're going to roll him back to corner. Right, right now I got it. I got to go over and Diggs back there, from what I've heard, mm-hmm. um, you know, on the back end. And then you just kind of bring Tracy Walker along, you know, as you as you need to. Uh, I was kind of surprised to hear that Diggs would be over Tavon because they always have seemed to love Tavon. But yeah. I think he he maybe takes a step back, kind of like the, you know, the the good depth guy, but maybe not the starter anymore because of the the quality of player we have. Mm-hmm. Hughes, I'm looking around at this defensive roster. The old man on the defense is 32 year old Glover Quinn. Yeah. We only have. One other guy, Deshaun Shedd, is 29, and a couple 28-year-old guys. Everybody else is in their early 20s on this defense. Like, I'm telling you, we got good contracts and young players all over the football field. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this this definitely – this roster looks similar to, you know, a defense that was built in New England. Uh, you know, a lot of guys that aren't really household names, but guys that can make plays. Um, and I think, you know – our cornerback and our safety has always been a weak spot for this team for as long as they were drafting Brian Westbrook and Kevin. They we're at a spot where it could be one of the strong points of the defense. I think, you know, Tease Tabor, Nevin Lawson, those kind of guys are really going to hinder the fact of, you know, how good the secondary can be because we know, we know what, what big play can do. So I think that it's exciting to see these guys. I can't wait. Nice. Real quick. I want to talk for a second about Tease. Yeah. You've heard all these great reports about Tease. Uh, you know, he almost feels like a forgotten guy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, when they drafted him, we were like, oh, there's all these reports about he's slow. But then we heard that, you know, watched the tape and that Bob Quinn had spent all this time on him. They brought him along super slow. But I'm hearing all these reports, which you can only take so much from right now and uh, before training camp because everybody's looking the best they've ever looked. Oh, They're in yeah. the best shape they've ever been. You know what I mean? We've heard that song and dance a million times, but I can't imagine how many reports, uh, I can't tell you how many reports I read where Tabor's making plays, he picked off Stafford, he looks like the number two corner. Like, to me, that's, I mean, we just talked a lot about backers and safeties, but to me, if you're if you're picking out one or two players on this defense that could, you know, take it to the next level, or if they don't play well, could really hurt it. To me, it's probably uh, Tabor, and then it's either for me between Ashawn and Deshaun Hand. You know, I think if both those guys can be good in the middle or on that D line along with another good corner, mm-hmm. I think that could really make the difference. Uh, I know I threw a lot at you there, but kind of take that and also sum up for me like 
we weren't very good on defense last year, and we didn't add any real big playmakers other than the draft picks, but we did bring in some pieces that we think our head coach can help mold and and all that kind of stuff. Like, uh, what's what's the best case for this D, or do you think that we can really, like when we're watching games on Sunday, we're like, hey, you know, our defense can get off the field. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you with the, t- the, the T stuff. I think it's obviously a huge year for him. When I see the, the way that they kind of treated him with dra- being drafted in the second round, uh, came across, you know, kind of slow to begin with. It reminds me of the guy that starts on the other side of the field, uh, big play slay, because he was a second-round pick too, kind of the same type of scenario. You know, they didn't throw him in the fire right away. kind of came along a little bit quick, and every year he progressively got better, better, better. So, you know, now he's a pro Bowl player. So, you know, we can only hope that the, stay, the same is going to be – for tease, but you're right. I think tease is a main thing, and I think Ashawn is too because realistically, we didn't add a lot of pieces to the the front four. I mean, he's he's been the the constant there. This is going into his third year. This is when a lot of players, you know, make the jump from mediocre starter to you know, are they going to be a solid pro or you know, are they going to look to find a new new place to play in a few years? So I think those two are kind of the linchpins of whether or not this defense is is going to be good, but. You're right. There wasn't a lot of additions into the roster-wise on the defense, but obviously the biggest addition is the guy that's on the sidelines wearing the hat and wearing the garbage bag with a Lions logo on it. Because re- <laughs> realistically, you know, he's a rocket scientist, right? We've all we've all heard. But right. I mean, the guy knows how to coach defense. That's his strength. So I think I think that is the ability to coach players. You know, we saw that with Kyle Vinoy. The dude was here for a couple of years, didn't do anything for us. Went to New England, got coached up better and you know he's a player so I think that I think that's our biggest addition to the defense I think there's a lot of players on the defense that's kind of make or break seasons I know we mentioned Ziggy earlier I think it's obviously make or break season for him whether or not the Lions want to invest long term in him or just you know say okay you know thanks see you later Um, but I think this defense has the potential to be a team that gets off the field because look realistically they have to um, you know, Aaron Rodgers is coming back strong. Minnesota has always been good on defense, but you know what? They decided to, to spend some money and get a quarterback finally. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough division. Trubisky's coming along with his with his guys and Jordan Howard and, you know, Tavon or uh, Tart Cohen. So, I mean, the NFC Norris division, as Berman likes to say, is pretty deep on the offensive side of the ball. So, I think, you know, how far this team goes, how good this team is, is going to rely on the defense because we know what Stafford has on the other side of the ball. So Patricia's got his work cut out for him, man. I mean, he could be he could be the defensive version of Sean McVay. So let's hope that happens. Oh, oh man, it's a perfect way to wrap it up. I love that comparison, and that's that's the best case scenario, no doubt, for this football team. So um, Kool Aid Cast, we are uh, we are going to be keeping our eye on this defense, and man, we really want to see them make plays. We we gave you some players to watch and. Uh, we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on it because uh, we know that we can score points. Uh, but, man, we got to get off the field on third down and, and get some turnovers. That's usually what ha- – when we win football games, it's usually based on turnovers and uh, being able to stop the run and get off the field. So, everybody, we're looking for a good defense this year. Me and Hughes are in lockstep on some of the players that watch and uh, feel like Matt Patricia can, can make it happen. Drink it in!